0: It's time to go into auto-reverse with Tony and Matt, where we look at bands that are underappreciated, misunderstood, forgotten, and to some unknown. This week, we're going auto-reverse on... Grandma told the dog Shack Blues! All right. We got a little auto reverse going on today with uh shocking blue, just a few notes. Uh, you can listen to our extensive playlist at anchor.fm backslash auto reverse. Uh, there's a URL for that, or you can just go straight to Spotify and look for auto reverse with Tony and Matt uh, and uh, definitely check that out because it gives the podcast a good running for its money as what, what's more interesting, you know, hearing us talk or just seeing, you know, listen to the bands do their thing. Um, and a great part of why Tony and I did this is bands like Shocking Blue, because when Tony mentioned like, you know, we should do some, we should talk about Shocking Blue. I was like, uh, why? And you know, I think that was coming from a little bit of a reflexive response because I didn't know a lot about the band, but I felt like I knew a lot because I knew a couple songs, which is general, you know, music fan arrogance at play. Uh but you know, maybe we start off with Yes,
1: ar- ar- arrogance. Yes, arrogance. Yeah, I
0: I've been known to have it. Sometimes. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> sometimes the shots were, sometimes the whole keg worth. Um But why don't you take us through, like, what you were thinking about Shocking Blue? Because, I I mean, I learned a lot, not just about this band revisiting them, but seeing a lot of songs, you know, a band that was, you know, kind of amazingly very influential and a lot of their songs were covered by uh, bands as well.
1: Yeah, so the, the the thing about the Shocking Blue that, for me, that why I wanted it, you know why i wanted to uh cover them in the uh, auto reverses they hit all the notes right pun intended. where they're they had a hit a big hit they were psychedelic they were female fronted not just by a, by a woman but also by a woman of like i believe gypsy like romany gypsy heritage right they were from holland they were covered by Nirvana, you know, they had all the, and then they were actually, th- then one of their songs was covered by Rama. that was a hit in 86, 20 years after the original. So it's like, there's so much, it's, and it, it just, it does that thing, th- they they represent that thing that we that I love about what we're doing here, is that they were big, they were forgotten. Oh no, well, they were big, they, they had a hit, they were big, they never had a hit again, they continued to write good songs that were sort of hits in Holland. But then they disappeared. As quickly as they appeared, they disappeared. And then they their song was was covered by one band in the 80s and covered by another band in the 90s. So you, you see this sort of like, it's not just an evolution, but this sort of like their value is, it, it, it becomes, it it increases as time goes on, and right. like, and not, and not because they're like on the level of like the Rolling Stones or the Beatles, and they're in a fucking, you know, uh, <laughs> Apple commercial. It's just because it's fucking good and interesting and eclectic, and that's that's my thing with them. It, and I'm giving you broad strokes. I could give you specifics and we could get into that right as we talk here but those are the sort of broad strokes i have about the band um so that's why i wanted to cover them i mean since the beginning since we had this idea of doing the shows of doing auto reverse they were one of those bands that are like yes shocking blue
0: well yeah let's you know let's pick apart like the gypsy aspect of mariska because it, it definitely kind of translate into their singing a her singing style which is and from what i read like the, the the main person of the band uh, Robbie Van Lewellen. I'm always I, I, th-
1: I think so. I think you got it right. Yeah,
0: but he his basic idea was like, oh, Jefferson Airplane. We need a front. We need a singer too. Like, you know, Marty Balin and uh, Jack Cassidy. Like they had singers, but you know they weren't really a band until she came along, and there is a kind of like I would call, what I call first base Grace Slick, um, that meaning Grace, Grace Slick has like kind of a first bass voice. It doesn't really go, it, it, it's, it's, it's attractive, but it doesn't go really anything deeper or further. Whereas Mariska's voice has this soul ab- about it that uh, really kind of adds another layer to their songs. Because their first album was really good. I really enjoyed it. And she, But it's a different band with her into it. It kind of brings a little bit more wild a little bit more, uh, esoteric, uh, sound to it, which he kind of, Robbie kind of manipulated on the, the first album, Mariska. Uh, um, uh, he added sitar, which is, was like the thing, which was the instrument du jour in the late 60s. Of oh, the time. Yeah. yeah.
1: And it, and it always gave it that Eastern
0: yeah, and I think he quality. Was, yeah. He, and I think he was holding the sitar on the album, you know, if you, if oh, you, yeah. if, if you know how to pander and do it. Um, yeah
1: dude if you want if you want to look like you know you're you know you sit on a fucking rug you put you hold a sitar you're you're that's like uh you know yeah. eastern mysticism starter kit 101 you know but it's the, like perfect but the
0: yeah. thing i was thinking about the gypsy aspect is like she reminds me of the ways she's captivating in a way like another gypsy we know uh, Django reinhardt it's like his mm-hmm. playing you just can't he could be he could be playing with Stephen, Graffelli, and everyone, but his guitar really stands out. Much like her voice, man, it just makes everything else kind of fall by the wayside a little bit, um, which is a credit uh, in some ways to the band because their band is tight, um, not overly stating things, but like really well. Like I was listening to that at the home album today. I think it's called at the home, the first the first album with Mariska. And you know he's got some instrumentals on there. He's got there's a great range of music. He wrote and he wrote all the songs. Uh, Robbie did and like it's <clears throat> it's it's impressive that you he doesn't lean too much on her vocals the whole first album, which he could have done because she she has this soaring. Yeah, you know it was her voice reminds me kind of like um do you remember uh Paula Pierce uh from Pandora.
1: The, the Pandoras yes yes
0: yeah. yes so yes, it's yes. kind of got that like soulful like female paul Rogers, you know kind of grit to it that um that's it makes it hard not it makes she kind of transcends what the original idea for the song was with their singing and, and how she vocalizes things. Um
1: She also reminds me of the singer from Babe Ruth. Remember that band? Oh yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah it also has another, that's sort of like s- sultry, soulful, but, but just, but like yeah. heavy, yeah, you know, heavy voice. And um, yeah, that, and I, I mean, the, the band is that basically a support system for her. Like, it's like, she's the lead. The band, the band is basically adding beautiful accents and touches, but basically they're staying the fuck out of the way. And that's, and that, and that's and you know, man, that's what a rock band is a lot of times, uh, it's especially when the singer is that strong. If you have like a Paul Rogers type or someone who's that powerful, you can't like try to, you know, outdo that shit. That's crazy.
0: Yeah, you know, like the, the funny counterpoint to that is, is the one album where they did covers where I don't think Robbie contributed to the album at all. I think it's called uh, "Good Times." Like they did, it was all covers. Like they didn't, yeah, they didn't do anything. So I, you know, I think he was, you know, he was the silent but very prominent partner in this whole thing that really lifted. Like because you know, like "Love Buzz" and "Venus" is kind of a fun song, but "Love Buzz" is a, to me a much more interesting song. Because just from... A, that's a
1: heavy, that's a heavy song.
0: It's a heavy song. It's got a really... It's dis- a heavy song. It's got a really distinctive riff to it that's kind of jangly mm-hmm. and kind of off yep. kil- keeps, it's a little off kilter uh, with a mm-hmm. bass line that's equal, equally, I know you love this word, spooky. But... Um, yes. <laughs> but it's just a, you know, going through that, the playlist that you made, It's um, it's a really... You know, it's 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 something that you my appreciation of them kind of because I had a very surface understanding of them kind of went a little deeper because they um, they were a really tight band even though they probably were not really known for that they were more known for her singing which is again very d- dynamic and and really uh, amazing but all in all you know you need one you know you. You put too much of one thing in in a, in a recipe, it throws off the whole taste. And yeah, she's the main ingredient, but everything else kind of lifts it up to make it, it helps make it really special. Yeah, I mean, like they—I'm reading, like they made—they sold like 14 million discs. I mean, uh,
1: uh, records, record, records, uh, and
0: stuff. But I mean, yeah,
1: they—they were—they 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 were, were huge, and it was all on the back of Venus, the single. So it was a big hit in uh, the states and in the UK. But then after that, that was it. That was it. Like they made records after that, they were good, and they had, and some of their songs were hits and Holland, But they never achieved the success that they had with Venus. They, you know, they, uh, you know, if things went from singles to albums. You know, like the shit that shifted. There was hits. There were singles bands, and then singles bands became album bands. Like you know, not. You know, sort of as direct result of like the Beatles making like the White Album and had, they had a hit. But then it was without too many hits in places where they probably wanted them, but they definitely had the hit. As a matter of fact, that's kind of how I came to to the band um, is that in L.A., a uh, uh, territory record, record store and restaurant, um, I uh, we I, there was this, this guy. Ian who went to England and bought lots of singles for us to sell at the store and it, it definitely leaned in the glitter uh, uh, Like glam rock And he found lots of them uh, They were picture sleeve singles and he got them all at the Utrecht record show in um, The biggest vinyl record show in the world and that's where he bought a lot of them And so he brought back lots of shot uh, singles from Holland a lot of them got snapped up real quick and as the store you know owner of the store uh I'll use this analogy the 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 shoemaker is always the last person to fix their shoes and so I I was xed out of a lot of the good stuff in the store but I did manage to get a copy of the Venus 45 with the hot sand on the b-side I believe and um I think I got album which it was a u.s called the shocking book songs from all these th- the first three albums and they put them on one album you know shocking blue were this band that i mean it's not like something i i you know knew about when i was a kid it, it, i the first i ever heard of them was really the venus cover uh, when banana rama did it in 86 my right. freshman year in in um in uh, college yeah, and really i and i thought it was such a cool it was such a cool song but I, but I, and I was like, oh, it's a cover of the '60s song, isn't that wacky? You know, like the BJs on MTV or whatever, or whoever. And I, and and I, I probably should have dug, dug deeper and found out more about the band. But it really wasn't until you know, like late later, like '90s into 2000s, where I like really, where I realized that they were an interesting and cool band that I could you know listen to over and over again. So. Um, that and that's part of our story, right? When we do auto reverses, right. a lot of the things that we cover are not immediate, or you know, and you know, we weren't around for the beginnings of it, or or maybe we weren't ready for the beginnings I, of it. I, but, and, but also, but, like, but we that, are now.
0: Yeah, but at that age, there's you're, you're a little bit of impatience, and I just think yes. that you're you're moving around a lot on a lot of different fronts, uh, and you know, it's that's why I feel like and this is kind of a side thing, but like it was great when I had co- older cousins when I grew up because they were into music. So they were tossing me stuff that I had no idea that was out there. Um, and you know, sh- the, the sh- you know, like Shocking Blue is kind of like the bands. And I, again, it's one of the reasons why we will talk about these things and then do a little bit of dig. And then always the dig is music leave first to see how much music and their tunes and what they're really about and you know like with this band the most interesting thing was is like i had to keep referring to the year because like some of their song structures and the way that their production and everything else is you know, that was fairly advanced for or fairly new or progressive for that time like uh <sighs> there was a lot more you know hey Joeing and more uh you know blues going Uh, Blues playing which you know shocking blue does But it's their their arrangements and the way that they are kind of putting their songs together uh, For that time must have been like whoa who in who in hell are they it's like the like the the vocal aspect Kind of brings it all together to makes it easy. That's sort of the honey to go along with some with some of this new uh, You know ingredients that they're kind of serving Uh, But what I really liked about listening to them, and I was just like, yeah, this seems like this fit really well in the mid 70s. But then I looked, it's like, no, this is late, late 60s, early 70s. So they really, I mean, they put it out there, um, you know, sitar, you know, aside, you know, put it out there. And it seems like they were very aggressive in, I mean, their albums are like, you know, at least once, one a year, um, until they broke up what in 74 I think it was um, yeah
1: I think they did and then she and then she had a somewhat mixed bag uh, social uh, what do you call it a solo career right I even li- I even listened to one of her songs yesterday when I was preparing for this. And it was kind of discoy. It was like seventy nine, and but it wasn't that good. Like yeah. I wanted it to be good. I wanted to.
0: You wanted it to, the to throw it to the playlist. Wa-
1: I wanted it. I wanted it hard, but it wasn't very good. And then they reunited at some point in seventy nine, and I don't know what happened with all that. I don't know if they made a record or not. And then they then she actually died quite young. Yeah, like fifty nine. Uh, something she, like that. Yeah. No, no, no. Yeah, she was fifty-nine, and she, it was—I think—was two thousand six? She passed yeah, yeah. away. So, but uh, the other—I think the other guys might have played some music as well um, after they broke up. But but I kind of like the fact that they were, you know, that it was short-lived. It was five years, and that was it. You know, and that's good. You know, because it kind of keeps it fresh. And there's not that much like you could tell like when I made the playlist, some of the stuff that they did towards the end, like at seventy-three. 70 yeah like 73 it's already starting to like lose it's like inspiration and its newness so um it's uh yeah 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 so but um yeah they seem like you know they're 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 great they're they're great and i and i but i do kind of know part of why they may have not been successful well not success was a terrible term i can see why they didn't they didn't um they didn't really stick with the american and uk markets it's like they're dutch so english is their second language so the lyrics were kind of like you know it's like i wrote you in the notes very esl english as a second language it's like you know it's a little awkward. some of their songs are a little awkward some of their phrasing uh and so i think maybe people like american and uk audiences were like
0: yeah, dude, you know, but come on. Nah, wait, wait, come on. Come on, dude, but like Rat sings about Way Cool Junior. That sounds like English as a second language, too. It's yeah, I, I, know,
1: I, <laughs> I know what you mean. <laughs> Not all these people are like, you know, William Shakespeare, but, it, but at the same time, it's like, I, you know, I, I was listening to, to the songs in a deeper sort of way, uh, Shocking Blues songs, and, and there's some there are some turn of phrases and stuff where I'm like, ooh, it's a cringy. And, 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 and mind you, I'm the product of English as a second language. Uh, my folks are from right. Spain, and I learned Spanish first. Right. So I find myself fucking doing it you know, all the time. So I'm I, maybe I'm sensitive to it. I don't know. Maybe, maybe I'm just talking shit. I, don't, I really don't know.
0: But, <laughs> I think it's, uh, a, it's probably a mix of the both. mix of the, the two. Yeah, 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 yeah.
1: There's some truth, there's some opinion, and there's something in between. Well, so.
0: they knew that they definitely had something with Mariska because they did like, I think their third album is called Third Album, even though it's technically their fourth album, but it's their third album with her. So uh, right. obviously we're just pandering to the people who really like her as the band and not really looking at the band as a whole, which could maybe give you a little bit of an ego if you, if you think about it. But I I just think that, you know, there's some, there's some uh, sitcoms that only deserve three seasons and they, and they quit right when it's right where they're ahead. And you know, they probably didn't have anything else to offer. And maybe you know, like this is proven with her solo career. She, she had a great voice, but she needed a great collaborator. In order to really make that magic and truthfully it's hard to make magic in music for that for a sustained period of time like you need some sort of at least stuff that's unique because i don't i mean i don't know other than her vocals could you really say that shocking blue has a a style that really kind of comes out to you because it seems like it just to me their style is that they're very inventive in a in a very kind of simple um you know kind of really more about the vocals that they really kind of stand out and it's really some of the how the rhythmic plays with the the guitar and the drums and maybe as you know different kind of beats and counter beats that they kind of work into their songs that i you know like i couldn't really like if they came on the radio other than her voice that there's nothing to say oh that's you know shocking blue
1: i don't i don't know i guess because i'm coming at it from less of a musician's point of view I just look at it as very basic feelings. So Mm -hmm. like they're groovy, they're psychedelic. They can be hard. Uh, Some of their riffs are amazing. You know, I I think there's, I think there's, I think there's some, you know, peculiar things to them that, that makes them stand out personally. But then again, I don't know, maybe I'm so transfixed by her vocal that I give value to all the other things, but I I don't know. I, I just really, I really, I really appreciate them. And, and, and it's good that in the recent months, I've gone back and listened to all those records as a whole, like Scorpio rising and all, and all those things. And sort of like, kind of, I don't know. Yeah. I, you know, like in the pantheon of, of rock bands of like, you know, late sixties, early seventies rock bands, I think they deserve to, to be up there, you know, like it's really easy to say, okay, uh, traffic free, um, you know, uh, black sabbath it's yeah, like it's, zeppelin, it's really yeah, easy to right. put all those zeppelin oh yeah put them up there they're so great and the gods came down from the mountains and you know it's like okay cool that's awesome but you know what these guys were really cool too and they sort of came from the dutch beat scene right which is really interesting to me uh uh just because they I, I you know so like if you take all the elements together sort of post british invasion beat the beats you know the beat scene the dutch beat scene the fact that she was this exotic right you know gypsy singer that was that was inserted in this rock band i think if you take all those elements together you realize that they are a unique band and that and yeah. that's that's and that's me that's what i always look for i
0: would say that it's hard to climb to the top of rock mountain when you only know english as a second language
1: <laughs> okay it it, it is it is, hard. it is hard to 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 climb rock Mar- uh, rock mountain when you only when you english is a second language but plenty of people have gotten half, halfway up yeah. and sometimes and sometimes that's good enough yeah like, who, who says you need to be the top of the mountain? Well, maybe... Well, who, who says you need to be there?
0: Maybe their name is actually, it seems like, an ESL name. Shocking Blue. Like, what? Like, how did they punch those two words together? Who
1: I know, but it's wonderful.
0: Yeah, no, it is. I, it's I,
1: wonderful. And, I, and, yeah, and, I, and so... You know, this is the, the ESL, <laughs> this is our, our dedication to the ES, ESL rock. You know, like here we are, we're, we're, uh, we're giving it our 27 minutes.
0: <laughs> ESL rock. There's your new, ESL there's, rock. there's your news, your serious radio station yeah, right there. It's
1: a new, new genre, new genre, ESL rock.
0: Yeah. Um, what else was I going to say? Um, you know, do you think that the rest of the band, because you didn't, I kind of touched on it, but I was c- kind of curious, like, what your thoughts are. I mean, you speak a lot about her vocals, but what, it, like, when you hear the rest of the band, what do you think about them as well? Because, like I said, I I just think it's really a tight outfit led by, it's kind of like, almost kind of like the Bell Rays, if you remember them, too. Like, yeah. They, yeah. They were a really tight band, but with a, a lead singer that just blew your mind, it was just, just blew your mind out.
1: Well, this is a good point you raised with the Bell Rays. Imagine the Bell rays without her as a singer. Like, would we would we give a shit? Ah,
0: they were they wrote interesting songs, but no not no not they would probably been as uh, popular would as we my give band. a shit. They would have been as popular would... as my band.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Throttle finger rock. Uh yeah, it's I mean I exactly. And 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 then that may and like I said, that may or may not apply to Shocking Blue. Yeah, right. you're right. I mean there I listened to some of the songs. That he sang on, Yes. because uh, they buried them deep in the mix there, uh, and the and with the way they set it up on Spotify for their catalog, and it and I'm like, yeah, I'm not adding this to the playlist. Yeah, you know, I, it's just like very simple. I, like, I, 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 so, I yeah, heard,
0: I heard it. It wasn't it wasn't nearly like at Noel Redding level of cringe, but it yeah, it wasn't it wasn't. Oh, it wasn't cringy?
1: Yeah. No, 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 no. I never said it was cringy. I just said it wasn't that good.
0: You know. Well, that's what I'm saying. It's not at no reading level of cringe cringing vocals yeah. where you're just yeah. like, uh, uh oh, okay. I get,
1: okay. Sorry. Yeah. I, yeah. That's I right. overstepped. I overstepped. There. It could
0: be the English, the second language, which pop it in. That's my, might be
1: my ESL <laughs> where, like, playing on me. <laughs> oh Lord. Dude, what other music show on the net is going to talk about ESL? And music like no no one yeah I think we might be the only ones I, yeah, dealing think, with it and i
0: think you may at some point have to make an esl playlist
1: yes and then i think we should dedicate the next show to mental health mental health <laughs> we should do one on mental health
0: oh yes well and, that, that and,
1: our, and our and our and our lack of it <laughs> yeah
0: and there would be yes there, that would be a nice 10 part auto reverse series <laughs>
1: Uh, musicians affected by mental health. How about every band possible? just about, throw everyone I, in there.
0: If you, if every any, single thing. Any music that has had an influence on in you has been written by someone who has had yeah. severe... Written by mental health issues. Yeah, yeah. severe. Yeah.
1: But uh, speaking of mental health... Yes. The Shocking Blue really improved my mental health only in that it's awesome to hear of non-english speaking <laughs> bands
0: <laughs>
1: make music and have it ma- have an effect on you know its yeah I know that sounds weird but no, it's, a, nice. you know it's it's sort of like I love outlier type bands like always I will always love them because it's like they got it they're up against the wall. They're right, like right. we want to get over this wall and be big in UK and and, right. and the US and they did it for a minute and then it was over and then they were right back they got really high and then they were right back in the netherlands right you know and and that and that's that's cool too yeah that's part of the show it you is know the, part show of the show is there's not, a, not not everybody gets to ride off into the sunset sometimes you just stop making albums and you get fat
0: yep and those are wonderful stories to be told too.
1: <laughs> exactly
0: but uh, speaking about if you want to speak about writing, if you want to write to us, give us any comments or suggestions, our email address is autoreverse pod all one word at gmail.com. Uh, to check out the playlist. It's on the uh anchor.fm.autoreverse backslash autoreverse, or just go to Spotify, look up Autoreverse for Tony uh and matt and there's all of our playlists are on there which i encourage you to check it out especially the the blue shocking blue playlist is phenomenal um but yeah i had a good time talking to you my man
1: yeah for sure and everyone peace
0: see you everyone